Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you until the top of the hour. Lots of questions, lots of subject matter to deal with. So strap in. Here we go with us for this show today. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. He does a great job, not only at closings, but he does a lot of other stuff, including wills. He's a good guy to know. 499-6360 is Chuck's direct number. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Services here. They have a great group of veterans who come in as a team. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service for now. It's still six and a half years, maybe a little more than six and a half years. It's all right. It's a great honor, and he's, and they've got a great group. If you're having an inspection done, he's the guy to talk to. 844-411-TEAM, also backed by popular demand. My son, Greg, is here with us. Good to have you hey. there, buddy. Yeah, and uh, we're constantly looking for homes to uh, list and sell. Uh, you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Mind you, uh, the market has cooled a bit. We're still seeing lots of sales, but at the same time, this is the perfect time because buyers are out there and there are not enough homes on the market. That's why you'll hear me give my phone number out. We'll give you links to reviews. By the way, you may or may not know where this is a COVID show that we're doing, continuing with our theme. We're not in the studio. We're coming to you via Zoom. We upload this uh, recording of the show to YouTube. You can see it for a replay by going to louisvilleanswers.com. That is louisvilleanswers.com. Okay, some real estate news, some things you want to know about mortgage rates uh, rose to an eight-month high this past week. That's doing a bunch of stuff. Average contract uh, interest rate now for 30-year fixed with conforming loan balances increased to 3.30% on average. That has forced down refinancing. It fell uh, 2% week to week because of the increase in rates. That's natural. Single family rents posted their fastest increase in more than 16 years. Which US is sing- scary because scary. they were already on the rise. Uh, U.S. single family rents were up 9.3% year over year in August, approaching double digit gains. That means if you're not looking to buy or have bought, if you're not in a, a home that you own, you're renting, paying someone else's mortgage, and that cost of renting is going up. I was just talking to somebody today who said uh, that her daughter's uh, got to sign a new lease, but the rates have gone wi- way high, and she's now looking for a house to buy. It just seems to be going on and on. Also, Existing home sales rebounded in September as buyers may have felt a sense of pressure because of interest rates and rising rents that they're seeing. So it all ties together. And uh, the supply of starter homes has dwindled by more than a half over the past five years. Think about this. According to Realtor.com, a listing data, Realtor.com defines a starter home as one that is generally less than 1,850 square feet. And using that definition, there were only 300,000 starter homes listed for sale in September nationwide. Um, and so that is way down, just so you know. And finally, to end this segment on a funny note, and then we'll get to questions, Shaquille O'Neal has finally sold his Florida mansion 
for 60% less than his original asking price. That's right. After three years, five agents, multiple price cuts, NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal, the Shaq, has scored a sale. A deal for massive real estate known as Shakapoko. That's what he called it. His Shakapoko was sealed at a price of $11 million. That's 33% less than the most recent list price of $16.5 million. It started at $22 million. So he took a little bit of a beating on that. How that happens, I don't know. I just don't know with real estate on the incline. But what can I tell you? All right. Yeah, but in that, in that market in Florida with a house that size, maybe he just overshot it to begin with. And then he may have to come back to earth. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. If you want to hear what sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. You want to read about us? Our reviews go to LouisvilleZillow or LouisvilleGoogle.com. So that's LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. Chuck, this question is for you right off the top. Anthony wrote us in. He says uh, a local developer has a lot deposit. And now that the lots have been recorded with the county, the developer is now pushing Anthony, who has a deposit on the lot, to get a construction loan and move forward with this builder. Can they do that? Is that legal? Well, um, I'm betting there's a whole lot of other things uh, surrounding that question. Uh Things like contracts. Uh, What does the contract say? Uh, If the contract says that's how it's done, then that's how that's done. If you agree to it, um, it's kind of that simple. If it's already yeah. been written down and there are time frames and there are deposits listed and all of that is as agreed uh, in whatever document it is that's out there, uh, then yeah, they can do it. Uh, so let's say, let's, let's put some, so let's say Anthony yeah, shut this lot deposit down and he was under the impression he's working in good faith. He's meeting builders. He's figuring out, you know, he's got the approved list of builders, whatever the case may be. What did you agree to in the document? Uh, if so, the document okay. said you've got to use that you've got to deposit this and you've got to use this pool of builders, well, then you've got to deposit that and you've got to use the pool of builders. If there's a time frame set up, Got to go with the time frame. Where does the risk lie? Is it on the builder? Is it on the buyer? Is it on the developer? And these are the things that most buyers need to understand when moving forward. Is but what risk money, we, of what risk do we speak? Because there's risk all over. Financial. The Obviously, you have to take some amount of care before you give them money to do something that they sure. have not yet done. Sure. Uh, so, what percentages? And again, what does the contract say you're going to pay? Um, because, you know, if he just decides to bail on you after you've done all this, well, then he's violated his part of the contract. Right. And that, and that I assume, but I, clearly, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking more of along the buyer's side, like, you know, they're going through and now the builder say they set a budget of 500 and the builder comes back after it's all said and done and it's 650. Um, yeah. and, and well, now you're getting into incurred by, different. you know, now right. you're in a whole different. Uh, I'm going to suggest no, there's a lot. There's a lot. Anybody who has this type of a problem, my mm-hmm. suggestion is contact an attorney immediately. Someone yeah. who has I mean, knowledge of the real estate law, right? Because that, that's going to be the key. Yeah, let's, we can get deeper into yeah, all. Let's move on how that works. But yeah, Brad, this one's coming in. Michael is about to buy his new home and is looking for advice. He loves older homes, but knows that a home inspection is going to reveal problems, and he wants to know: Is there a way to tell when he should? walk away from the purchase of the home. In other words, what are major problems that he should be really concerned about when he's looking at a house and his inspector identifies problems? 
Okay, so I want to say right up front, it's not the home inspector's job to tell them when they need to walk away because the home inspector should be looking at it from a disinterested third-party perspective, just telling them, hey, here are the defects that we find in the home. So, Right, but uh, that's why he's writing us. Yeah, hopefully he he's never going to hear that. But I think that, you know, the big things in older homes is, you know, I just had a situation uh, with a client who had purchased a 130-year-old home. He moved into this house, and he realized that there were things that were wrong with the house, but they were all in the, in the categories that were cosmetic. So, for instance, there was no structural damage underneath the house, yet the rooms were tilting at uh, about one to two inches across, you know, a, a 15 foot span. Mm -hmm. It's it's the settling that takes place. It's structurally sound, but those are all, you know, those, the, I guess the agents would call that the character of the home. Mm -hmm. um, you know, homes of, of certain ages are, are built differently. They'll have, you know, little thresholds as you go from room to room. It's not a, it's not a flat floor. Um, but the biggest things in older homes that you're looking for is you're looking for sound, uh, structure. So the foundation of the home, you're looking to make sure that there's no cracks um, in that there's no significant settling. You're looking underneath the, uh, the the floors to make sure that things like sill plates haven't been damaged, you know, causing uh, wood to be uh, rotting away or decayed. Uh, those are big things. Chimneys on, on older homes can be very expensive to fix. Um, electrical wiring. Uh, there are still homes in the Louisville area that have old knob and tube type wiring, whether it's energized or not, you know, that can be a problem for an insurance company. So you really need to understand uh, if you run into knob and tube, what is left there. Um, plumbing, you know, there's there's problems with uh, with some of the cast iron uh, drain uh, drain lines that are still out there. There's some some clay tiles. Um, these are situations where, you know, as we've talked in the past, you'd probably want to have a sewer scope done just to check, make sure you know kind of what's going on there. And then as you move farther up, you know, the roof is is one of the easier things, but we want to make sure that there's no water coming in because, you know, the older homes, uh, they are certainly more susceptible uh, to water damage. They could have had a lot of, you know, water damage over the years. Uh, we see older homes that have had fires in, maybe it's a, a chimney fire that uh, went through the attic and it was never actually completely repaired. So again, all of these things are, you know, potential defects, but, you know, it, it adds to the character and charm of so many homes, but you have to understand that it's not just a house that was built in, you know, 15 years ago, where you have everything that's modern and new, you, you do have to, um, you know, you're, you're, you're giving up some of those features for, you know, some of the old, you know, architectural gems that are out there. It was the best of times and worst of times. Is that's right. The, yeah, Charles exactly. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Chuck, this is for you and Brad for you as well. Matt, writes us an email because that's what we're doing with our COVID show, sending an email, bob at we sell com, And then uh, in the subject line, say question, radio question, and then give me the subject of the intro question in the body of the email. And Matt's done that. He says he wants to sell his, uh, about to sell his Highlands home. And his agent asked him to fill out a lead-based paint disclosure, which is standard for uh, any home built 1978 or before. Matt says he has no knowledge of any lead-based paint in the house, and that's one of the questions it asks on this form. But he goes on to say that doesn't mean that there is none. 
So Matt's wondering, first from a legal issue, uh, if he signs it and points out that he has no knowledge and the buyer finds lead-based paint in the house, Chuck, what could happen? So let's start with that part of the question. Well, first off, if you uh, misrepresent things on uh, on the disclosures, well, you can have all kinds of things happen to you. You know, being sued afterwards to, you know, give the house back, uh, get the thing repaired, remediation, that sort of thing. Uh, so, if you if you knowingly uh, misrepresent, or if you're in a position to where you should have known. Uh, that there was an issue like uh, when you got when you purchased the house, somebody filled out a lead based disclosure and said, yeah, we think there might be. Well, that would be a strong hint that maybe you should have known. Maybe you should have looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, it's uh, pretty much a, a given that uh, you should be on the lookout for that. But if you don't know, and you really don't know. Well, you know, you can't say that there is. But I think I think in this case, Matt is caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, because pragmatically, he knows any home built before 78, 78 yeah, would, right, would typically have yeah. lead based paint. And, well, and that's why we hit out the pamphlet that's why you have the pamphlets and that's why that date is set as the known or should have known date because as of that date they're outlawed using lead-based paint but the disclosure yeah but what well what i was gonna say on a funny side was that what what i thought chuck was gonna say is that he'll just take a picture of him and his kid with the kid licking the paint and saying no 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 but so just to wrap this up so he's saying I know typically they have them, but it's asking me if I know personally that it does. So he's saying no. All right. So we understand yeah. there's, there's a concern. There's a difference yeah. between being cute and and giving a real answer. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a chemist. I haven't gone and you know tested this, that, or the other. Well, that's a cute answer. You yeah. know, that's that's evasive. Uh, but if he really doesn't know, you'd say, I don't know. You're welcome to test this sort of thing. So that takes us to the next part. Nice, nice segue, by the way, Chuck. So, Brad, what does it cost for a consumer to test to see if there's lead-based paint? And then if he finds it and he wants to remove it, he or she, is that that is costly. We know that. But what's the cost yes. on the testing of it? All right. So there's there's significant ranges in testing. Now, let me let me make a, a comment about this. I mean, you could have lead based paint that's nine layers deep, that's completely encapsulated, right. that exactly. it's not it's not showing any damage to it. It's not showing any chips. Lead based paint was extremely hard, extremely hard paint. So they used it in areas that were wet. So you oftentimes find it in kitchens and you find it in bathrooms. It was mainly the exterior paint, you know, up through the 50s. You didn't see a lot of it in the house, you know, pre-60s, certainly it's going to be in the houses. But where is it? You know, you can use a, uh, what they call an XRF gun. You can have it, you can have every surface in the home tested with an XRF. That's going to cost you a couple thousand dollars to find out exactly where it is. You can spot check uh, using a wet, chemical uh, you could spot check for about $25 so wait back hold, hold on that so on the wet check for 25 mm-hmm. bucks do you scrape away the yeah. layers or does it just yeah. the top layer no so you what you have to do is you have to score it in order to get it to go down and penetrate down through those layers to see what's there uh, but again okay. it's it's you know multiple layers deep um, you can also have lead you can have paint chips sent to a lab for analysis, and that that's that's about seventy five dollars per chip. 
the, if the, the, the caution for anybody wanting to, you know, a do it yourself home renovation job that takes, that scrapes all of the paint down to the bare wood mm-hmm. in a house built before 78, that's problematic because you can be releasing lead into mm-hmm. the, the dust of the home. It can get into the HVAC systems. You can, you can, do wipe tests and things to find out. But the challenge, I think, for any homeowner is to know what type of work was done 40 years ago when they were renovating the house. You, you, don't, you don't necessarily know where the lead is, but you can, you can find it. The, you know, environmental um, industrial hygienists can use the XRF um, to actually find all the surfaces where the lead-based paint actually is, mm-hmm. but you still are going to have to contract with a painter that is certified in lead remediation to properly remove the paint and uh, to remove the lead-based paint and then, you know, recoat appropriately. So the moral of the story is keep, keep good paint, you know, don't let it chip, don't let it crack, you know, keep everything covered. And that's the best safety that, that you can have and don't let, you know, kids chew on it or that's All right. a problem. Wise words. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your questions. And also, is your home winterproof? We're going to help you check uh, on that. With us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And as I've mentioned, we are desperately looking for homes to list and to help you get it sold you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Need a smart, innovative agent? Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. You know choosing the right agent is important, so you'll want to review their performance before hiring them. I love agents that invest their own money into smart marketing, which gets you more qualified buyers and more money for your home. Bottom line, you have to trust them. In Louisville, you can trust Bob and Greg Sokola. Like me, Bob and Greg understand cutting-edge marketing. Google Bob and Greg Sokola, and you won't go wrong. 
News Radio 840 WHAS. We are here, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you until the top of the hour. I'm Bob Sekoler. Thank you very much, Barbara Kruckman. We appreciate both Greg and I uh, appreciate the fact that you trust us. And we have so many people who put their trust in us here in the Louisville and Southern Indiana area. The uh, With us here, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. And again, you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, 3765483. All right, folks, here we go. Is your home winterproof? Here are some things that will help you, and specifically because if you have not heard, gas bills are going to surge this winter. In fact, nearly half of U.S. households who heat their homes with natural gas can expect higher bills on an average of 30% higher this year when compared to last year. It's, it's already happening. I have a friend who just filled his propane tank, and he was shocked by how expensive it was to fill up half a tank of propane. So, Well, you can do what Chuck has done in the past years. He has grown a beard to keep his face warmer. That is what I do. Is he well. uses his own hot air to, to heat yeah, the home. Oh, is that what you, oh, 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 not going <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. I wasn't going so, to love Chuck. Here's some things to check. Weather stripping. And Brad and anybody of our team here, feel sure. free to jump in here. Weather stripping along your door and door frame to ensure there are no gaps that let cold air in, seep into your home. You may also want to add weather stripping or caulk to your windows to prevent any drafts and wasting energy. Correct on that? Yes, sir. I have uh, in one of my outdoor doors, the thing you see as seen on TV, it's got like two tubes. One goes on one side, outside of the door, one on the inside, and it really does work. Yeah. Uh, cutting drafts under the door. Do a great uh, job. Yeah. Sweep out the chimneys. The National Fire Protection Association advises homeowners to sweep chimneys out at least once a year to prevent uh, house fires. And remember to close the draft unless you're using it to, for a fire. Service furnaces at least to once a year. It'll cost you about 100 bucks and can help avoid costly repairs later or a malfunction of uh, the carbon monoxide pumping into the home. Really important. Prevent frozen pipes, such as by using uh, heating tape to wrap any exposed pipes on the home's exterior, turn off uh, water as well to the outside bibs, and drain any water out of the valves. I'm going to go through these pretty quick, so just jump in here if you've got anything else. Plug air leaks with caulking, sealing, or weather stripping. Provide the properly and maintain the heating system. Yes, install a programmable thermostat. Seal and insulate heating ducts. Insulate, insulate, insulate. This seems to be a theme. Yeah. Also, close fi- I mentioned closed fireplace dampers, and then let the sunshine in. Let the drapes and blinds open during the day, which will bring in the sun and warming up. Stay out of uh, hot water heat. Water heating accounts for 15%, by the way, of household energy use. Reduce water heating costs by lowering the water heater's thermostat. Uh, by the way, in case you don't know, each 10 degrees of reduction can save between 3 to 5% in energy costs. Also install storm windows over single pane windows or replace with Energy Star uh, qualified windows and the net a uh, net uh, big savings is to look for things when you purchase them with an energy star label which shows they're energy efficient and you might want to call for an energy efficiency test from lg and e anything that you want to add to that brett i know i went through a lot of those 
No, no, no. I think, you know, anything you can do to keep the outside air outside. So anything weather stripping and caulking wise is a, is a huge, huge benefit. The other one, like you said, is keep those, those blinds open, the curtains open, mm-hmm. let the sun, let the sun come in. You, place if up. if you've heard me up. preach before on the show, when you get the smart programmable thermostats, just make sure that they are properly programmed because they can set you into, say you have emergency heat yes. and you have geothermal happen to me. Take my word for it, please. Uh, Outside temperature, the smart thermostat sets the emergency heat to turn on at 40 degrees, which you don't need. You can do more like 2025. They'll tell you the manufacturer's recommendations for your geothermal unit. Save you about $500 a month in some cases when that emergency heat kicks on. If you've ever had it, you know how expensive it can be. Uh, By the way, I got an actual email from Nest, which is owned by Google, that says they reassessed my heating and cooling um, uh, graph as to how you set up what you want your your data your data to make it more energy efficient i thought that was and and so they're and and so they are smart but you have to be careful because if you have it as i think it's like the auto there's like an auto setting where it will do that for you and in most cases for a home that's a older home conventional gas heat you're fine because it's based off of working that on that algorithm. But if you have geothermal heating, it does not necessarily know your, it'll ask you where you are, but it'll still try to guess for you. And it can really throw you for a loop. Good point. Chuck, Alex writes in, he sold his home six months ago. His agent just called him saying the new owner of the home is having some flooding problems in the basement. And now apparently the new owner is saying he's planning to take legal action against the seller and agents involved. Alex is asking, what should he do at this point? Well, if somebody has already said they're taking legal action, first thing is call a lawyer. Uh, you got to get somebody on your side. Uh, my bet is before that happens, there's been communication back and forth. So they probably have an idea uh, what the issue is uh, and then go from there. Of course, as you know, if it's a local contract, it's going to, you know, local GLAR contract, uh, there's going to be uh, the uh, mediation arbitration uh, clause that kicks in, uh, but he's going to want somebody to represent him there. Uh, so he needs to call a lawyer. A quick reminder, if you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. If you'd like a copy, just simply send me an email, bob at com. Put selling tips in the subject line, send it to me, and I'll send it to you again. It's free and absolutely no obligation. And remember, if you want to see what our sellers are saying about us, go to louisvillesellerstalk.com. That's louisvillesellerstalk.com to read about what the reviews are. We have got some nice reviews. Go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. All right, final question. Brad, Billy is writing in. He says many buyers, he included, over the last few months, waiving home inspections because of a bidding war. In fact, I checked, just so you know, 21% of home buyers waived building inspections uh, over the past, since the beginning of the year, that's going to realtor.com because of these bidding wars. So Mm -hmm. he asks, how dangerous was it? What can he do to rectify it? And is there any way to rectify it? Yeah, I don't know. There's a way to rectify. We've had a lot of buyers and morse calls. Uh, We're inspecting homes that people have purchased without a home inspection. Then we're going back in doing the inspection, giving them the punch list then uh, that they can use with contractors to figure out how to, you know, make the repairs. 
Um, not sure there's anything that we can do after the fact, but certainly they can call us and we're happy to go in and inspect and just help them because we can identify problems that salespeople might identify as much bigger issues. You know, we can help them get, you know, uh, a better list of things that really need to be fixed versus a commission sales rep for a name the contractor. Yeah. And they plug in here. Right. Yeah. I got it. Right. All right. So th- and then that's a good point. So as we wrap up here, if you want to get in contact with uh, Brad and his folks uh, to come out and do a post inspection instead of pre or during inspection, yeah. 844-411-TEAM is his direct number. I always mention Chuck Crosby is phenomenal at getting the closings done. He's entertaining. He's knowledgeable. Um, he just got a nice wit about him, but he also does more wills. And as he says, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chuck, if he doesn't know it, he knows somebody who does. In I don't do it. I know who does. Knows who does. You can reach Chuck and his folks over at 499-6360. And Greg had been busy over the past number of months. And just so you know, he does our marketing photography and so much more. And if you want to see about our reviews, because we're really proud of our reviews, we now have LouisvilleZillow.com to see our Zillow reviews or LouisvilleGoogle.com to see about our Google reviews. And for a replay of this show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, and that's a video version of the show. You'll see us. Really, it's actually what we do. We're out of time. You can reach me again, by the way, 376-5483. All right. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.